بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونظيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فما, فما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يوتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم إن أصدقوا الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضرارة في النار My dear brothers and sisters elders We live in calamitous times True, these are not as calamitous and disastrous as other times have been in the history of the Ummah of Muhammad wasallam, which this Ummah lived through and survived and became stronger. But we can only deal with what we are faced with. So these times are difficult enough for us and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His help and protection for all Muslims and all innocent people. It is therefore very important to understand why difficult times happen and what to do about them. You will, you will find that many well-meaning people gather to conceptualize and think about strategies to deal with difficulties, but nothing seems to work. Let me illustrate with an example. Say you want to cook a special dish. You want to cook a special dish. You put all the ingredients into the pot. As per the recipe, nothing is missing. And you stir, you stir this mix thoroughly. Nothing happens. It just goes round and round. <clears throat> the ingredients remain separate and your dish is not cooked. Then comes a chef into your kitchen. And in one glance, he knows what is missing and why your dish is not cooking. And that is because you did not light the fire. There is no fire under your pot. You have all the right ingredients, but there is no fire under the pot. And so the dish will not cook, no matter how much you stir it. This is our state. This is the condition of our people today. We have all our schemes and technology and money and expertise and the desire to solve the problem. But we have not lighted the fire under the pot. The fire under our pot is our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramadan al-Kareem comes to help us to connect, to remove the copper oxide on the wire and ensure that it's ready to receive the current. The power of the nur and hidayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to illuminate our lives in both worlds. We spent almost three weeks fasting, praying, tilawat al-Quran, reading Quran, listening to Quran and remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And so, alhamdulillah, we feel close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes? And we would like to know Him. He, in His mercy, He said, A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim Wa idha sa'alaka ibadi anni fa'inni qareeb Ujibu da'wata da'i idha da'an فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُوا بِي لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, which means, And when my slaves ask you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, concerning me, then answer them, I am indeed near them, by my knowledge. I respond to the invocations, to the dua of the supplicant when he calls on me without any mediator or intercessor. So let them obey me and believe in me, so that they may be rightly guided. I remind myself and you, my brothers and sisters, that all the promises of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an are conditional. Do something to get something. Nothing will happen if nothing is done. Actions must leave our hands for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decisions to descend. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, let them obey me and believe in me. So that they may be guided. The key to understand this truth is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changes conditions. All our schemes will work only if Allah is on our side. And Allah is not on the side of the Arabs, He's not on the side of the Jews, He's not on the side of the Americans, He's not on the side of the Palestinians or the Israelis or the Shamis or the Shikampurs or anybody. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is on the side of those who obey Him. It doesn't matter to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what your nationality is, what your race is, what your color is, whether your hair is curly or straight, whether your face is dark or or light. Makes no difference. Allah created all of of you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the only thing which makes a difference to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is do I obey Allah? Allah is on the side of those who obey Him. And I am not making this up. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said this. In Surah Al-Nahal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْا وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْا وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ Truly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with those who fear Him, who have taqwa, and those who are muhsinun. If there is no taqwa and ihsan, there will not be any help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no matter what scheme you try. That is the truth. So before we go to solutions, let us see why difficulties happen. The same rule applies to personal problems or to global problems. So let us reflect on this in our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna Allah la yughayiru ma biqawmin. حَتَّى يُغَيِّرُ مَا بِأَنفُسِهِمْ وَإِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِقَوْمٍ سُوءًا فَلَا مَرَدَّ لَهُ وَمَا لَهُمْ مِنْ دُونِهِ مِنْ وَالِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Verily, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not change the good condition of a people as long as they do not change it themselves, as long as they do not corrupt their own good situation by committing sins. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills a people's punishment, there can be no turning back of it. 
and they will find besides Allah no protector. We must understand that difficulties and calamities don't happen randomly. If any in any difficulty, the first thing to ask is, what did I do to bring this on myself? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Zahra al-fasad fil barri wal bahri bima kasabat aydin nasi liyuziqahum ba'da alladhi amilu la'allahum yarji'oon. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, evil, calamities, trials, tests, tribulations, diseases, wars have appeared on the land and the sea because of what the hands of people have earned by their oppression, by their sins. And why? So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may make them taste a part of that which they have done in order that they may return by repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and begging his pardon. Two important points to note that what we are seeing is the result of our own actions. There's no one else to blame. And that this is not punishment, but a taste of the real punishment and a sign of the rahmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sign of Allah's mercy, so that we can take heed and turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't think I need to tell you this, but our society is rife is ridden, is filled with disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every possible way. And every day, you, every time you think that you have seen it all, someone comes up with something new. New ways of disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every one of us oppresses the one below him and kowtows to the one above. This is not only something that the rich and powerful do. Everyone does it. The whole Muslim society. Ask yourself, if you are not doing it, you are unique. May Allah keep you like that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example, gave women rights that so-called modern societies do not give to this day. In this country, men and women, there is a differential in pay. All over Europe, between men and women, there is a differential in pay up to 20-25%. A woman gets 25% less money for the same job because of gender. Nobody says anything. Why? Islam gave this in the 7th century. Complete equality between the genders. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave women rights. But we Muslims deny those rights to our sisters. How many men are there who swallow up the inheritance of their sisters? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the pure halal and the impure and evil haram. But we indulge in all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declared war on those dealing in interest. But we accept this war. And then we wonder why we are faced with calamities. Take this only one matter of dealing in interest because it is so supreme and so powerful and so important. <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the famous ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah Those who 
ومن عاد فأولئك أصحاب النار هم فيها خالدون يمحق الله الربا ويربي الصدقات والله لا يحب كل كفار أثيم إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وقاموا الصلاة وآتوا الزكاة لهم أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وذروا ما بقي من الربا إن كنتم مؤمنين It's conditional فإن لم تفعلوا and if you don't do this فإن لم تفعلوا فأذنوا بحرب من الله ورسوله وإن طبتم فلكم رؤوس أموالكم لا تظلمون ولا تظلمون الله سبحانه وتعالى said in سورة البقرة Ayahs 275-279 Those who consume interest, who consume riba in any form cannot stand on the day of resurrection except as one stands who is being beaten by shaitan into insanity. That is because they say trade is just like interest. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has permitted trade and has forbidden interest. So whoever heeds the warning from his Rabb and desists may have what is past and his affair rest with Allah. But whoever returns to dealing in interest, those are the companions of the fire. They will abide eternally therein. Allah will destroy riba. Allah will destroy interest. riba. This is the wa'da of Allah. This is the promise of Allah. That if you are dealing in interest, Allah will destroy that. Allah will destroy interest and Allah will give increase in sadaqat. will give a reward for sadaqah, for charity. And Allah dislikes the disbelievers and sinners. Truly those who disbelieve, truly those who believe and do righteous deeds and establish a salah and give zakat, they will have the reward with their Rabb. On them shall be no fear, nor shall they grieve. O you who believe, Fear the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and give up what remains due to you from riba, from interest, from now onwards, if you are really believers. And if you do not do it, then take a notice of war from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa But if you repent, you shall have your capital sums. Do not deal unjustly by asking more than your capital sums, then you shall not be dealt with unjustly by receiving less than your capital sums. In a hadith narrated by Abdullah ibn Masood Rasulullah said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has cursed the one who consumes interest. Its client meaning the one who borrowed money. Its witness and its recorder. Interest-based dealings and adultery do not become widespread among people but that they will become vulnerable to the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is in Musnad Imam Ahmad. In a hadith in Say <clears throat> Muslim, Jabir said, Rasulullah cursed the one who consumes interest and the one who pays it and the one who writes it down and the two who witness that transaction and he said they are all the same. Ali bin Abi Talib and Ibn Masood narrated that Rasulullah said, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala curse whoever consumes riba, whoever pray, pays riba. The two who are witnesses to it and the scribe who records it. We must ask whether someone we are at war with will help us or not.
It is insanity to imagine that what caused the problem will also cure it. Each path leads to a destination. To go to another destination, we must change the path. أقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن وله قال تعالى إن الله وملائكته يسلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد My brothers and sisters so what's the solution The Quran teaches us that the solution to all problems begins with repentance. It begins with owning up that we are doing something wrong and changing it. In Surah Al-Hud and the same Mazmoon, the same subject is there in many other surahs related to many other Anbiya. In Surah Al-Hud, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَيَا قَوْمِ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ Hud alayhi salam is saying this to these people. وَيَا قَوْمِ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاعَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيَزِدْكُمْ قُوَّةً إِلَىٰ قُوَّتِكُمْ وَلَا تَتَوَلَّوْ مُجْرِمِينَ O my people, ask forgiveness of your Rabb and then turn to Him, repent to Him. He will send you from the sky abundant rain and add strength to your strength. So do not turn away as criminals, as mujrimun. As I said, there are many other ayat with the same meaning in reference to many ambiya, which shows that everything good begins with repentance. Only when we accept our mistakes and crimes can we hope for the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cool and for the difficulties to be removed. In our materialistic minds, we must accept that it is not our schemes which will help us, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. This we must invoke by istighfar, by repentance, and by tawbah, turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if we remain stubborn, the suffering will remain no matter what we do. My brothers and sisters, <coughs> we, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned his forgiveness in Surah Al-Zumar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَصْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقْنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah said say O ibadi my slaves who have transgressed against themselves by committing sins do not despair of the mercy of Allah verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives all sins Truly, he is oft forgiving and most merciful. For those who repent, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness is boundless. The condition is repentance and change. Now, and to do that, 
now. Change now. Because tomorrow never comes. Ramadan is our change opportunity. Let us take it and chart a different path for ourselves. Truly, our destiny is in our own hands. What unfolds in our lives depends on the doors we choose to open. Imagine you are walking down a corridor. There are different doors. I am explaining the issue of destiny. You are walking down this corridor and there are different doors. You open this door, you see a different scene. You open the other door, you see another scene. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not force you to open this or that door. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has posted signs on those doors. So you are not opening the door blind. You are opening the door looking at the sign. There is a sign there saying, this door leads to something beautiful. And there is another sign here saying, danger, don't, go, don't come near this door, do not open this door. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. That is why the Kitab of Allah came. That is why the Nabi of Allah came. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to understand the Quran al-Kareem and to implement it in our lives. Because this is the purpose of the Quran. The purpose of the Quran is not memorization. It is not recitation. It is not reading. It is not that. It is to implement it in our lives. All the rest, alhamdulillah, is good. But that's not the reason it came. So let us implement the kalam of Allah in our lives. And the way to do that is to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah because the sunnah of the Habib is the tafsir of the Quran in action. اللهم أدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا في ما عاتيت وقنا وصرفنا شر ما خديت فإنك تقضي ولا يخضع عليك فإنه لا يظل من وليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم ونتوب إليك ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكوننا من الخاسرين ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر لنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا ذا والنار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يعمر بالأنب والإحسان وإتائز القربة وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيزكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجب لكم ولا الذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أخي موسى